Mayfield and Company. Today's company is Adam Hill from the Las Vegas Review Journal. Cofield and Company on a Tuesday, getting ready for the NFL draft coming up on Thursday. I guess Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in that awful town that is known as Philadelphia. I am glad I am not going to cover it this year. Very, very fortunate not to go to Philadelphia. I talked to my coworkers that are going. Give them some spots to, to stay away from because usually they ask, draft, "Where do I go?" Where you the fans? Like, yeah, this is where you stay away from in Philadelphia. It's not good. Uh, that's coming up on Thursday. We're going to get some perspective on what's going on with the New York teams. Danielle McCartan. You can find her on Twitter at Coach McCartan. It's two A's in that. And uh, check her stuff out, prosportsrundown.com. Uh, she has 60-minute overtime on WRPR. What is going on, Danielle? How are you doing? Hey, how's it going? We are good. First of all, is it wrong to say that Derek Jeter is getting a job so that he can get away from his wife already? No, because you know what? <laughs> I know a lot of people, women that would say the same thing about their husband, so it's okay. all good. That's <laughs> good. Okay, well, I actually was uh, checking out uh, your broadcast earlier. wanted to find out uh, what you had to say about some Especially the Jets and the Giants. I took it that you're you're a Jets fan. Yeah, I grew up a Jets fan. Yeah. Okay. Well, luckily Steve is not here because he is a Jets fan, and then we can just spiral into Jets talk from from the past. Sure. I actually am a Bills fan, which is even worse. Uh, so <laughs> let's start with the Jets then, and what they need to do in the draft coming up. I know where you think they should go because, as I, as I said, I heard you. But let's let the listeners know. And first of all, I'll ask you. Are they going to take another quarterback? They keep doing this. Oh, I, you know what? I hope not. I, I hope that um, the GM has come to his senses and, and realized that he cannot choose a quarterback for the life of him. So the Jets have no quarterback, but at the same time they have three quarterbacks on their roster, which has been the story around here for years and years. And I'm, I'm really hoping that the Jets do not go after any of the quarterbacks in this draft and, and they sit dead red on the guy from, I think it's USC, for next year. Right. So, I, I guess, what what are, if, if quarterback is a need, but maybe not a, an immediate need, especially a first-round need, what are the needs for this team right now? What, what, what aren't the needs <laughs> right. for this team right That's now? True. <laughs> um, they, the Jets just had a mass exodus of, of veteran talent uh, up and down the roster, defensively, offensively. Uh, and I'm from the one is that, I believe that the offensive line is key to any success of any team. If you look at the, I always point to the Tennessee Titans. Um, they drafted two offensive linemen, uh, Jack Conklin, I can't think of the other guy's name, right in the first round over the past uh, two or three years. They're the best offensive line in football. So I'm not surprised that DeMarco Murray was in the running, well, finalist to become uh, player of the year. Uh, um, I'm not surprised that Mar- Marcus Mariota had a good season. So, for me, I think you need to be- build, as a football team, the offensive line out. With that being said, I-, I don't agree with the philosophy of drafting the best player on the board. I-, I think that you need to address your needs, because if the best player on the board is a quarterback and you have four of them already, well, what's, what's, gonna, what's that going to do for you? So, for the Jets, I mean, the most pressing need for the Jets for me right now is a cornerback. I mean, Darrell Revis, we saw it last year. You're a Bills fan. You've seen it. Without Darrell Revis playing as we're used to him playing, I mean, I'm looking at it right now. 20, 2007 through 2015, passers had a 60.4 passer rating. Last year, it was 109.8. So, the importance of a cornerback has emerged over the past year for the Jets. 
And with that being said, I, I like Marshawn Lattimore for the Jets out of Ohio State University. I, I do hope they go after him. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to end this right now because we don't need this getting out. We we need Marshawn Lattimore to fall to ten. So please don't spread this information around that that's <laughs> who the Jets should take. That's the Bills' most nope. pressing need as well. A lot of teams need cornerbacks. Yeah. Um, I, I have seen Marshawn Lattimore going as high as three. Uh, mm-hmm. Lately, I've seen him slipping a little bit. I, I'm actually looking at a mock draft now that has him down at 11. Uh, but he probably will be available uh, at six. Now, do you, now that's who you're recommending. That's who you would take. Uh, yeah. What are, What is your confidence level that they, that they will do the right thing? I, <laughs> listen, I was at the draft when I was in New York, and they took Geno Smith. And I booed Geno Smith, not because it was Geno Smith, but because they took another quarterback in the draft. I have a very bad feeling that the Jets are going to go after Trubisky. They're in love with him. They've had many, many dates with him, I think four or five at this point, private workouts, this and that. And listen, that's fine. I'm not hating on Trubisky, but if they're going to pick him, he needs to play. He needs to play because they took Christian Hackenberg last year in the Jets. And as you know, or may or may not know, that guy never took a a first-team snap in practice. They haven't played him at all. So if they're going to take a quarterback, I'm, I'm okay with that. But the kid's got to play immediately, like a Carson Wentz or like a Dak Prescott, and you know, something like that. Believe a situation me, I, like that. I know all about Hackenberg because I get to mock Steve about him every single day uh, here on the <laughs> show, and Geno Smith, and every other uh, failed. Awful quarterback that the Jets have tried to run through there. Not that the Bills have had more success, but it looks like the Bills, at least right now, uh, are in a little bit better position at the quarterback at the quarterback spot. Uh, so we shall see. I, I think there's a concern yeah. from Bills fans that they also go Mitch Trubisky if he's still available. So I think everybody right now, everybody's mission going into this draft, I feel like, in the top 15, is just please don't let my team take Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, I think as Jets and Bills fans, I think we need to talk up Mitchell Trubisky to a bunch of the other fans before us, you know, the Browns and everything. That's good. And also, uh, Mark here is giving me side-eye because he is a North Carolina fan and I think loves Mitch Trubisky, but uh, I'm I'm certainly not of that opinion. Uh, So you would suggest Marshawn Lattimore uh, for the Jets. That's who I am also pushing for the Bills. If he's available, I don't think he'll be available at 10. I hope for your Jets' sake he is available at 6. Uh, there is another team in the region, though, the Giants. Uh, interesting case for them because they've got, obviously, their quarterback. They've got receivers. They've got weapons. They might need a running back, uh, but offensive line was abysmal last year. So I would imagine they go there or somewhere on the defense. Yes, you're right. The, the Giants, listen, the Giants have the 23rd pick overall in the draft. Um, their path isn't as clear as the Jets is, for me anyway. Like you said, they have the wide receiver. I think Brandon Marshall was an excellent addition to the Giants in the offseason. Eli Manning loves the tall receivers. If you look at Plaxico Burris catching the, the go-ahead touchdown in the Super Bowl that year, Eli loves those kind of guys. So the wide receivers are set. Sterling Shepard out of Ohio State, who I did pick for the Giants last year, has been amazing nice. for them. Um, yes, you hit it on the head. They need a running back. So there's two ways they can go with this. Um, LeGarrette Blunt is still uh, a free agent, last I checked, which was probably about half an hour ago. <laughs> and they can afford him because Jonathan Hankins just left to go to Indianapolis. So LeGarrette Blunt is an option for the Giants. I think they will go after him. With that being said, if they don't get him, my top pick for the Giants is going to be Christian McCaffrey. He's a running back out of Stanford. I mean, the guy had... Uh, a 40-yard dash time of 4.48 seconds, which was fifth best among all running backs. He beat, you know, we've heard a lot about Leonard Fournette and Dalvin Cook. 
He beat them. He was faster than them in the, in the draft. So uh, to me, he seems like a Julian Edelman type. He he beat Barry Sanders in in uh, NCAA football uh, for a record of perfect yards in a single season. For me, that's why he reminds me of Julian Edelman. And we know as NFC, uh, AFC East fans that Julian Edelman can cut you up like no other. So and, and another thing, I don't know if you guys know, his dad Ed McCaffrey was uh, selected by the Giants in the third round, 1991. So there's a little hometown discount, maybe a little loyalty with the Giants. All right, we we don't allow white to white comparisons on this show. <laughs> what do you mean? We don't allow. You can't compare a white player to another white player. Everybody does it in the NBA. It's like, oh, this guy is the next. Oh, he's the Gordon Hayward. Like, no, it's not. You can't go white to white. It's not allowed. Not? No, no, it's just too. It's too easy. I don't like it. Oh my God. So, so work on that. Come up with a different, a different comparison uh, that we can use for him. Well, as far as they go, McCaffrey is rising up the boards. Though, do you do yeah. you think the Giants love him enough that they could potentially try to trade up to get him if they had to? No, I, I don't think so. I think the Giants, in my opinion, are going to stay put because, like you said in, in the introduction here, the Giants had um, the worst, according to Pro Football Focus, I believe they had the worst pair of tackles in the league this season. So, you know, Eli Manning, when he gets knocked around a little bit, he's not as effective. Eli is a, is a pocket passer, and he needs to be protected, especially on the blind side. So and they had Justin Pugh on the line. He was he received the top offensive grade from Pro Football Focus, but half the guys in the league are better than him. So I think McCaffrey's good, but I don't think they're going to trade up. Uh, I've been very high on this kid, Forrest Lamp, uh, offensive guard from Western Kentucky. I mean, the guy's a monster. He's huge. And I was watching him on the combine on TV, and he's got quick feet. He, he can play. And the best part for me about Forrest Lamp is that he can play center, tackle, and guard. So as a coach, I mean, I'm a coach. What more could you ask for? A guy that can play any position on the line. Any, he, could, he could plug any hole. So for me, the Giants, I, I think, would go after Forrest Lamp. And if he's not available, I told you this wasn't very clear. If he's not available, I think the Giants are going to or should go after Ryan Ramchick, offensive tackle from Wisconsin. Um, and he's even bigger than Forrest Lamp. And I, I, it's just the concern for me for, for Ryan Ramchick is going to be his durability. I mean, he had hip surgery. He didn't play in the bowl game, to the best of my knowledge. But other than that, I, I think uh, the Giants need to go offensive line for sure, either Ramchick or, or Lamp are my two choices for them. Well, there you go. That's the perspective from the from the region. You're from New Jersey, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the perspective from just outside New York about uh, Giants and Jets getting ready uh, for their draft. Danielle McCartan, you can follow her at Coach McCartan. That's M C C A R T A N to make sure you yep. uh, you get that one right. Uh, before we let you out of here, though, the Yankees are playing pretty well. I, I like to mock Steve on them. Yep. Are the Yankees for real? I don't think so. Um, you never know. Uh, I do think so. I think that these these guys have been marinating. Uh, in the minors and in, in the AAA for, for a long time, you know, a couple of years. I think um, Aaron Judge has been the, the biggest story out of the New York Yankees this season so far. I, I think last year he got up, he, he cracked a couple of home runs last year, but, you know, I, I coached softball, which I played baseball. Uh, to me, Aaron Judge last year was just going up there and just swinging, swinging ahead, you know, swinging dead red. Didn't dead red when he got that pitch, it was going over the wall. But this year, you see a different Aaron Judge. You see, he's taking an approach to the plate. He's picking out pitches, and, and for that reason, this guy, he's dangerous. I mean, and he's huge. <laughs> he's, and he's defensively pretty solid in the outfield. So between him and Aaron Sanchez, who's injured, but he'll be coming back, Greg Bird at first base, you know, these guys, you know, don't sleep on the Yankees this year, I'm telling you. 
Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see how how it goes for the Yankees. I hope I don't have to hear from Cofield all year about those awful Yankees. We'll we'll, uh, we'll monitor though, and make sure you follow uh, Danielle on Twitter at Coach McCartan, as we said, with two A's in there, and uh, check out what ProSportsRundown.com. And uh, you host sixty minute overtime on WRPR. Thanks for the time, and uh, make sure everybody follows her along and checks it out. Thank you. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, good stuff from Danielle. We'll get back. Into things on the other side, uh, NBA playoffs, NFL draft, all sorts of other things going on that we'll get to in the world of sports. Adam Hill, Case Kiefer on a Tuesday. Interact with the show by texting ESPN to 69187. It's Cofield and Company. ESPN Radio, 1100 and 100 WWN Las Vegas, 8265EC. Sports and traffic every 30 minutes. 